Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Subly Web with Usman podcast. As usual, I am your host, Usman Abib. On today's episode, I have with me some guests, my very close friends from school, and they are what we call tech bros, because today's episode is all about tech space and everything that affects the tech world. And I'd like to introduce them to you guys. From the first order, I have my guy, the Longinus. What's up? Good day, everyone. My name is Lani J. Sulaiman Alashbumi. I'm a 300-level computer science student. I'm a front-end web developer. Actually, in training, in progress. Let me put that way. I'm currently on that training. Uh, I like TV shows, uh, The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Real life show, Don Cooper. Yeah, The Big Bang Theory. Um, a lot, a lot. Let's, let's just move on next. <laughs> okay, hello, everybody. My name is Sojino Luat Milei. I'm a 300 level student in computer science in Lasso, yes, Lagos State University. For me, I'm someone who likes tech. I read a lot about tech. And there are arguments, when there are talks about tech, you'll see me there. <laughs> so yeah, true. That, is, that is all about me. And I'm someone who likes a lot of animations, hey. moving objects. I love that a lot. Oppression, <laughs> oppression. You don't mention that you sell laptops too. Oh, yeah, I, I do, I do. But let's, let's not. Ah, no, we can't just ah. If you need any laptop you want, just come on over to us. I will drop M. Um, it's your guy. Uh, yeah, everybody's handle will be in the description of the episode, so you get to know them better. So on to the next, I guess our last guest. Okay, my name is Oluwafemi Okede. I am we're, we're all um, three hundred level computer science students. Um, Except me, I'm studying physics. Oh, Please. oh, oh okay, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay, my stack. Um, I started with Flutter, then I am now a mobile developer in training, Android mobile developer in training. So I, I guess that's all about me. Uh, that's all. <clears throat> He's also a very tall guy. He likes to walk. I think the breeze is blowing. <laughs> so I guess you've met our guests now, and we bring in to you the best of the best crop concerning the field of tech on today's episode. And as usual, cheers to staying tuned in. Yeah, on to the next section of the episode, where we'll be talking about our experiences in tech, in the tech space. I know a lot of people are not new to the tech space now, seeing as tech has grown exponentially over in the space of like one, two years now. Like compared to... 2019 now. Tech was not this rampant, but I think Corona brought about that. Have you now? You feel yeah. me? Yes. So, we'll be talking about our experiences and how we see tech in general. I guess I should go first, being the host now. Abi, what do you feel? Yes. Ah, okay. So, my own experience with tech has always been, I don't know, straightforward, if I'm to say, but it got deviated at some point. Um, From small, I was always the, um, the gadget guy in the house, like, you bring a laptop, bring your phone now, you understand? Yeah. My dad would just call me, a guy, this brightness something, this issue of brightness and sound <laughs> and the idea of font. So I've always had an affinity for tech from small. But <clears throat> going forward now, it did not win, but it just kind of like stopped at the point. I don't know if you guys get my point. Yeah, it yeah, took a pause or something. I don't know, I, like a break, not like a break. I don't know if you get it, not a break. How do I just, put it? It's just that you are the break in transmission. <laughs> you, cannot, you, cannot, you cannot continue just Yes, you can't just go into it. And another thing that holds to that, I won't lie, I did not have a laptop growing up. I didn't. 
Although I had one, but it was not like the laptop laptop. It was just for like regular Microsoft Word and stuff. And so my uh, Microsoft Solitaire. Oh, I played that game there. And <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> game. So it was just for that. And then computer science in school now. I didn't. I think somebody mentioned it one time that what we are studying is not actually computer science. In primary school, it's computer appreciation. Okay. Yes, now, but like, what is RAM? Um, yeah. A monitor? What's a monitor? What is that thing? That's not what they were teaching us. And I think if they start, yes, now, if they start taking. So I think if they should, like, I don't know, start taking kids. I know they should start teaching them programming. They can even start teaching them programming, but like the basic basics. Yeah, they should, good. Catch them young. Yes, yeah. now like the fundamentals, like the fundamentals yeah. of like what computer science really like is. Like just maybe just if it's just variables, or they shouldn't yeah go too far. Uh-huh. They should not go too far, but At like this. Give them that knowledge. Even if it's like visual programming, exactly. Even if they cannot really type in just to move things around. Exactly. Like uh, I don't know. Show them how it works. Like the idea that I only got to know in two hundred level. Let me know like that you need an environment to code. Where we're doing Fortran now. Yes. yes. You need an environment to code. I was like, environment, busy about. <laughs> I just thought you just type code, but that, that was not the case. You actually need, there are certain things you need. So if they tell kids that, ah, you need an environment to code, there's something called an environment in which you code in. They get, yeah. like um, VS Code now. Then you install yeah. Python environments. Yeah, like um, like um, Jupyter now. Editor. Compiler stuff like that. And no, ID compiler. Okay. You guys are getting okay. too technical. Have you heard that our audience might not get what I say? You just need a particular software installed uh, to in which you can run the yes, program like to exactly. Make it run smoothly. Yeah, stuff like that. I actually thought it was all CMD because that's that's what movies that's what movies show. Yes, just one see. black screen. Ah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in movies like all those. You won't see that with the mouse, never. <laughs> yeah, there is never a mouse. There's never a mouse, but they always know what to press, press. at the exact time, and it always works. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of those things just mislead us as kids now. Yes. But but apart from misleading us, you know, it was fun and it gave us an interest in technology and computer science. So me now, so back on track now. Going forward, computer science in secondary school. I lost an interest in it based on the fact that the subject was just a subject that you read for and you pass. That affinity was not there. She gets. Like, the school me I went to, I don't know if maybe... My own experience was different too because my my teacher personally, he normally take us to the lab. Like, sometimes even during our breaks, he will allow us to just hang around with him. And you'll be, we just talk, sha. Just those are the type of teachers we need. Teachers <laughs> that know that the students have potential. Did he code? <laughs> no, no, no. Eh, I think so. I can't even remember again. It was, I don't think I saw him. It was mostly just word I and Corel Draw. Uh-huh. But, he, but at least he, sha. He just <laughs> funny story, <laughs> sorry. Funny story. Somebody asked me for Corel Draw yesterday. You know what I asked him first? What do you want to use it for? He was like, <laughs> for normal. I was like, do you still use Corel Draw? <laughs> like, you know, I, I understand that maybe there are like newer versions of it. But like the core purpose of Corel Draw is, is, is draining now. Nah? It's not like before that. It was like you install a laptop, you want to use maybe. Yeah, I don't know, designing like or something. Office and Corel Draw. And Corel Draw. No, you must put Office Corel Draw Opera. <laughs> it, was a, it was a ritual. <laughs> yeah, was those uh-uh. first normal applications. So, fast forward to like recently, like last year or something, only for me to realize that the things we use, the programs we use, 
I'm, I'm currently into um, UI, UX design and front-end development. In training, sure. I'm not a guru or anything. I never go study anything. <laughs> but in training, sure. Oh, <laughs> that was what we say all the time. We learn all the time. So in training, so I'm into UI UX. But before I got into that, what what basically happened was at the time, I think Timmy was selling laptop. We are science complex upstairs. Only for me to see these guys holding laptop, laptop. Because I never really had any. I thought laptops were just for typing and just doing computer work. I don't know what the computer work was. And then he sold a laptop to, like like I mentioned, he sells laptops. <clears throat> he sold a laptop to one of our friends, Aziz. Yes, Aziz. Yeah, this, this type of laptop. Then Aziz was like, he's going into UI UX now. He was in front-end development, I think. Yeah, it was. I was like, what is front-end development? So I think the computer science guys now, because most of them were my friends, they're like, ah. one was into front-end, back-end. You never mentioned Python, because they were doing it as courses now. But me, I thought it was their course. Only for me to realize that anybody could do it. And if you had an affinity for tech, you could enter. That was what got me interested until I actually got my laptop. And then I started my journey. And now we are training. <clears throat> so that's my own. I've been talking for too long. I think somebody else should just say something now. <laughs> so who's going? Okay, okay. Well, my tech experience, my tech experience. I've always been the child that loves to dismantle laptops. Ah, I remember my daddy had a, a laptop when we when we were still living at our former apartment. That okay. was years ago. There was this laptop he had that was big because you know <laughs> all those laptops, all those old laptops are just big. <laughs> no but, performance. <laughs> but if you carry the laptop, go to work, come back. So when he comes back, like, I'll be pressing it, pressing it, pressing it, pressing it. He will warn me. Stop. Stop. I should leave it, but I won't listen. So they got a particular time I spoiled the laptop. Ah, I, I spoiled the laptop and I didn't I didn't <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> what I to did. do. <laughs> I didn't know what I did, but that part of that what was what gave me experience. Because when I when it didn't spoil, I, I started trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. I started trying to fix it and I found out that I was actually fixing mm-hmm. it. So it was actually coming back together. Clicking. And that that just gave me the idea that wow. Let me, let me even dive into this thing. Let me even dive into tech. Because that time I, I could find my way around laptops. Right? You just give me a laptop. Yeah. You have a problem. I can easily find Yeah, like I mentioned, like you just come, ah, <laughs> let me set this yeah. brightness. <laughs> I had a similar experience too. Mine was with my dad's laptop. I he, he Okay, he has a laptop that he uses for himself alone. Then he got one um, computer, one desktop for... Okay. All of us at home. Okay. Then he normally tell us not to touch his laptop. So, but one day I just wanted to just just uh, you know, just do something. Yeah, there will be a difference now. Dexter, uh, yes, his is, I, I was always admiring his. Uh, this was just better. It was faster. All those things. Slimmer. Then, then there was there was one day I did something. It wasn't coming on again. Yeah. That was. <laughs> uh, well, I I did not know how to cry. Uh, okay. <laughs> and for, I don't know how I did it though. I, I created the rest. Okay, then I didn't know what I was doing. I shall know I pressed something, that something happened, and something happened, shall came on. But now I'm thinking about it now. I, I I think I created the restore point and I restored it to a previous. So he lost some of his files, but he didn't know that I was the one because I never mentioned it. I just, immediately it came on, I just closed it, dropped it back in his bag, <laughs> I went to sleep. Ah. <laughs> My computer, uh, my experience, um, computer started when I was very, very young. Very, I think I was maybe six, seven, 
because my my dad ran an outreach program for um Accord, then um, Osho State College of Education. So okay. when uh, mostly on weekend because it was a part-time program. So when it takes us to work, not all the time though, but at time when it takes us to work, there was a particular place in his office that they were just um, desktops. A lot. In fact, most of them are at home now. Very old. They are no longer working. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then, then when you know when you get to work, you know you are not doing anything. So what, what I mostly do on the system then was play game, three D pinball. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't like solitaire. Um, <laughs> it was too hard. <laughs> it was too hard. Like <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, but I remember three D pinball. They were so like that, like that until my dad finally got the laptop. So most of the time when he's not at work, you no know, play with the laptop. Then then there was like this um uh, adubo, like they call it. Ah bros in the uh, neighborhood. Installed them installed them winning the level on ah. the on the laptop. Yeah, so, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So anytime my dad wasn't around, that's what we used the system to do. Then over time, over time, but I didn't really get um, an experience into the um, coding yeah. aspect of um, computer science until I was in SS1. Um, I remember that day there was, because I went to a technical school. Okay. So I, I did um, instrumentation. So one day there was a girl from um, computer department in my school. So that we were talking about Facebook. So in the course of our discussion, she we were talking about the um, what Facebook was, what was used to develop Facebook, and we found out that um, the early development of Facebook actually started with PHP. That was the day I knew the meaning of PHP, hypertext processor, or something oh, like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was what actually like got me invested in mm. like. You know, the, the back end, what is inside now? So, I mean, yeah, over time, so you know, I started dabbling into different things, and it really for me it started with Java. Okay. I went to Code Lagos, did Java ah, for six yes, weeks. I went to Code Lagos, <laughs> 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 did, did Java for six weeks. Then I found out that Java wasn't kind of my team, it was too hard. <laughs> exactly, I, tried, I actually tried Java, too. Java was just too hard, it was not my team. So. You know, I, I tried to move on, um, so I started um, doubling man with Python. I didn't then I didn't even know that they were you could actually go online and find courses that would actually teach you what you wanted. So then I was downloading PDF upon PDF, you know, just to get ah, experience. Just to get the experience, but I had to put a stop to it because then I didn't have a laptop. I was using my dad's laptop. So okay. one day in the course of installing this and installing that, that actually installed the virus of the system. Wow. Nice and one. he had to <laughs> format it. Format the system, lost some of his files. So I remember then that was when I was graduating SS3. So I just had to put a stop to it for like a year, a year or two. So I didn't I didn't start back until I actually got a laptop of my own. So well, currently now I'm actually undergoing training front end web dev. I'm actually major in JavaScript, but you know, finding somewhere to start from. No problem now. <laughs> ah, like I said earlier now, there are links. <clears throat> Everything about them will be in the description. So if you want to contact us for jobs, I beg. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now. Yeah. It's true now. Yeah, so, I found real experience with the coding aspect of computer science. So I was also my secondary school computer science teacher. Mm-hmm. He, told, he was talking about Python. I can't remember what he said, but 
he he shared, he just inspired me one day Sha, i took my dad's laptop and i installed um python on it and it didn't work <laughs> ah. <laughs> I, I i printed hello world and nothing worked from and, hello, from hello world yeah. to conquer the world I mean. <laughs> to change the world <laughs> but it's it didn't work and that was since ss1 or two and mm. since then i just I just forgot about everything. So until so you gave um, up. I, I I forgot totally. I completely gave up. I completely yeah. gave up. Till um I got to university and it was Aziz also. Um one of a friend of mine Aziz. A he, friend of ours. A big influence. <laughs> he he gathered us together. Was we taking a, us. We created a group. The Death Circle. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was. He was just um, taking us the. He was just telling us the beginning, the, the fundamentals, now. And that was. It was. He was the one that sparked everything. Yeah, yeah. So that has been our experience with tech in the tech space uh, coming up. I think what I can reckon from this is just like, if there is any child now, you have a brother or something. And the one thing I would like to say is, don't force people into the tech space. No matter how you do it, if there is no interest. If you don't like it, you can't go far. Like you know, the beginning is always interesting now. Yeah. Like HTML, HTML now, Python. <laughs> when, you, when you print your first hello world, hello it will be shocking you. You feel like a god. <laughs> yes, now. But over time, the person will lose interest. But if you like it, if, if it's something that the person likes, the person can go far. So if you have anybody that you see that they have a potential of, because the world is moving forward now. The, and on the on the internship, HNG internship, I think the one we are doing now, now you are enrolled too now, right? Yeah, no. Uh-huh. So the one we are doing now. So I think one of the mentors mentioned something like, "Who wants to learn blockchain development?" And oh. that got me to thinking that you see, so the way the world is going forward, I don't think tech will ever become irrelevant. It's only key. everybody has watched all those movies where in the distant future. What reigns is tech. tech yes. So I'm not saying it is the superior thing, but just like the way everybody had, and I think growing up, everybody wanted to put their hand in oil. Tech is the new oil, bro. Yeah, exactly. tech is yeah. the new oil. Even just, if it's just basic knowledge. basic knowledge, so that even if it's some things that you want to employ some people for, you can do it if you are a startup person instead of employing people and overworking yourself. So just chuck your hand in the. You might not want to go deep to your elbow, but chuck your wrist into the honey. Especially. Very important now because the, the the rate at which the world is moving now. It's very at fast. A, at a certain point, if you are not tech oriented, you you it will be very hard. You'll be left in the past. Yeah, so, because uh-uh. I think Lasso has an email now. Student mail for everybody. Yeah. So if you if I check my student mail now because I use I use the drive mostly. I think it's unlimited. So. Yeah, it's not unlimited. Yeah. So by the side you see Google Keep, Google Slides, Google Sheets now. If you are a type of person that has been integrated into the Google ecosystem, it will be forcing you to use sheets instead of Excel. Yeah. Now, you know, currently I, now, Excel is now for, I, I think, data science, data analysis. Yeah, mostly. It's not that it's for, but it's... It's aids. Yes. Now. It's like a part of the process now. Like So, Excel now has evolved into a fundamental. So, what do we use to use Excel for all those spreadsheets or something now? Google Docs, uh, Google Sheets is taking over. Yeah. So that type of situation now, uh-huh, even Google Docs, that type of thing now. Yes, it's replacing Word. That type of thing now, going forward, imagine you don't know how to use Sheets. In a workspace that the world is going digital now, everybody now says, okay, we have a collaborative workspace. We bought a, a professional plan for our, our company. 
So they will not pass on a project to you and you cannot use it. You see that you will not be relevant anymore. And nobody wants to feel that way. So my own advice, although I don't know anything. Just have your hand in something, even if it's the most basic of things. So that if that thing wants to involve, you'll not be stuck. So you get, but that's my own opinion. And tech is wild. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> it's just wild. Ah. There are different, different things you can do. Different things. Yeah, ranging from data science to the list you can find. Even if it's just, you know, people like WordPress now. Yes, WordPress yes. is so some people stack is it involves WordPress now. Uh, yeah, so management exactly. So I saw a lady's portfolio on that HNG internship and she's just a content creator, but she knows them, um, she's doing front end. So the way she did her portfolio, I was very, very impressed. I was like, Omo, if this is somebody that's just a content creator doing this, that other person does she need to hire a web developer. Exactly. So at least she knows something, even if she's not going to use it in the long run. She she has a hand in something. So, but just don't do past yourself. Yeah, you want to learn everything. I know. Yeah, no. <laughs> just choose a particular one. Yeah, and, and learn it. Jack 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 of master of none. <laughs> so that's it about our experience with tech. So we'll be moving on to the next segment. Thank you. Now moving on to the next segment of the episode. Learning, learning in tech. You know, we said something about like learning tech, like you should involve yourself in it. But I feel like we have to like explain like how it is. Like from my own perspective, like I see that nobody attaches any real importance to actually learning tech. Everybody takes it as a normal thing now and expects you to learn on the job. We accept that like it might be interesting at first, too, but you know. Consistency matters now. Like, I mean, yeah. what do you feel? Yes, yes. You need like, and you need to have enthusiasm for before you can actually do anything. Like, you need to be invested. In yeah, that. yeah. You need to invest time and energy. The investing, the investing of time and energy. You know, resources too matter. You know, people in like, I went to a boarding school, so automatically my secondary school now there was no way because our computer lab it was just for decoration. Go there and yes, now yeah, you guys understand. So just for decoration, nothing really peculiar going on. I think it was only when SS3. You remember Atabo? Okay, okay. Atabo yeah, yeah. Olumide. Yes, 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 yes. So I think when they brought a student teacher, I think Simon. I think they retained him, Mr. Simon. Okay. That one, he, he was into programming and stuff. He's the one that thought. If you see Olamide Shulanke now, they are crazy developers. Wow. And we left school together. What helped them, I think, was them. They were close to Mr. Simon. Instead of them taking computer science as a subject, they started going to the lab and they started coding. So from SS2, I think, to SS3, before, while all of us were outside doing fine boy, fine girl, they were in the lab, computer lab, coding. But it was like a private session for, and I don't blame them. I don't. I don't blame the guy because he chose the people that he thought were interested in it. And it worked. It worked out. And that time, during secondary school, that, during that time, people were not interested in tech. Not like they were not interested They're in tech. The, well, my... the avenue was not there. Look at Shubomi now. Shubomi went to a technical school. Now. So, yes. obviously, it, like he said in his experience, it was interesting for him, like his school, like, but our own now. I don't think we ever discussed what was the what was behind Facebook. <laughs> I don't think we did. <laughs> I don't think we did. What, like, what do, you, what do you feel about it? What's your opinion on the matter? The idea, like, you have to learn on the job, like, 
what, what would you say is like the right approach to learning? Okay. Learning tech. First of all, you need to decide how you want to learn. Some people say they prefer PDFs and reading. I, to me personally, I just I hate I hate that method. I prefer videos. So you have options now. So if you are going to if you are going to PDF routes, okay, maybe you can Google and okay, there are apps like Solo Learn to help you read read and um. There are a lot of apps. There are a lot of apps on the Play Store now for coding. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you want videos, then there is Udemy, there Coursera. is Coursera, even YouTube. YouTube yeah. is YouTube is very. YouTube, YouTube is, is growing big now. In YouTube office. is the is the king of <laughs> development now. You know the way GitHub is like for codes. Yeah. I think YouTube is for tutorials. For tutorials, exactly. Because compared to, like, and it is free. I don't understand how. Yes, the, <laughs> and you the, have a playlist. Most of yeah. those people that um, ah, yeah. post okay. on YouTube, they yeah. have playlists. Let me even, let me even share an insight. Let me even share an insight. You know, every time you open YouTube, like your feed, there's always yeah. like um, for the videos you see. Yes, so you know true. the way all these companies now are stealing our data, claiming they are using it to tailor the experiences. We are seeing you. But let's <laughs> let's let's accept that that's what they are doing. So once I open, I'll just see videos concerning design, UI UX design and front end development. Recommend, what I do is recommended for recommended you. for you. How did they know? How, how did you know YouTube? <laughs> how so what I do is I've created two playlists, like personal playlists, private for me, that like I just named them design and front end. So anytime I come across a design video, I'll just add to playlist okay. because I know I can't just watch it immediately. Yeah. So in my free time, I'll just go back there. I think that's 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 my route. That's what I use for YouTube because we did a project on HNG, like for for a stage one. Is it stage one or stage two task? That they asked us to publish an article. Oh, stage one. That's a stage one task. So. Publishing the article now, they said we should include links to tutorial videos. That was when it just occurred to me that on YouTube, I just searched um, beginner tutorial of, for HTML. I saw a two-hour comprehensive video from, I think, Mosh. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah Mosh. Mosh. You know Mosh on YouTube. I saw a four-hour from Code Academy. <laughs> Out of Free Code Camp too, yeah. So I've seen eight hours camp. videos on Python, on Java. Beginner, the time I was learning Java, I've seen. I was like, I was like, would devote that amount of time. No, no, I feel like you know, you know, creators are getting paid now, advertisement and stuff. But yeah. even as they are getting paid, the fact that these resources are now like it is available. just out there. Just the, the Internet of Things is open. All you, all, all you need now is what just your dedication. Look for data or still Wi-Fi. Download. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now just download. Okay, but another problem is there are different um, categories. So how do you decide where you want? Do you want front end, back end, UI, UX, mobile? So okay, okay I think okay, the for, best way is for, to for try. Our, for the listeners that are not like invested in tech space, but that will okay, listen to sorry. this. So how do we how do we categorize those? Like okay, front end. What is like okay? Let's list them out. We have um front end. Yeah. We, we have, have back end. We have UI UX. Okay. We have mobile mobile developments. Okay. We, we have, have game development. Um, development. Okay. Game design. We have machine learning. Okay. Yes. Machine data learning. science. Abi. Yes, yeah. Okay. They have, we have they software they have lots, and development. Software engineering. We have software development. We have DevOps. We have data science. So okay, okay. So the basics are just like front end, back end, design, yeah. and then um, what again? And mm, data science. Yes. Let's put data science like that. 
So, um, how would you define front end to be? Okay, front end is what you see okay. in a, from a website. Like it is, I think it's it's just websites. Right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Web, okay. web pages, websites. When you just go to a particular website, what you see. No, no, it's not only websites, applications too. It's basically front end is what you see. Okay. okay what for you, both what you interact with. Okay. What you interact with. Okay. What, yes, you, what, what you get to touch yes, and content that you see. The content that you see. Okay, that's front end. Yes. yes. Then so back end is, is what what goes, goes what what happens at the back. Like, like when you okay. like like when like, you like, send when you type your name on a website. What who the person that stole I mean, where it is stored. Like say you want to post a picture on Facebook now after okay. uploading the pictures. Okay. The, when you push the post button, okay. what, what actually makes that post button function? What actually makes it upload to the internet? So that's what happens at back end. What okay. you can't see. see. Okay, the intestine. Yeah, that like, is back end. That's like a downfall boss that we enter. Okay, let's use, let's use that Facebook. Exactly. Let's use that Facebook post as an example now. That button yeah. that you are seeing yeah. is the front end. Yeah. But the moment you push, push it, it you are interacting with the, the back end now. No, yeah. okay, okay. What happens yes, that makes that in function yes, is the back end. Back end. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the, your experience using it is okay, now I the think, UI okay. UX. Okay, I, okay. Can I? Okay, I think I can iterate on that. I'm doing design, so I think UI UX like design now is like um, UI is like user interaction and UX is user experience. So that basically falls into the category of um, how you feel. And how you navigate when you're using a product. UI is like the beautiful splash screen. The one you first see now. The when you tap is the animation and all that all stuff. The colors. Uh, all the colors now. The way the, the fonts. Uh, everything works. All the fonts and uh, typography, color, everything. So I think um that's um that's UI now. Yeah. The user experience is actually more complex. UX is like, you know, when you pick up an app now, okay. eh? When you are interacting with that app, the fact that you are comfortable with using it, like you don't think about using the app, you just flow with it. I think that's a very good user experience. But when, you know, uh, who is, we are watching Silicon Valley now. Yeah. Everybody has watched Silicon Valley. Uh, uh, okay, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's not going to be spoilers. So in Silicon Valley, this guy, um, what's his name? I've forgotten his name. So he did, um, they made an app. So I think during the course of launching the app now, they got over like 500,000 downloads. But when it got to daily active users, there's uh, like 30,000 people out of 500,000 downloads. Like it doesn't add up now. It's not equivalent. So you know, what was wrong? I think in that case, the user experience was not clear at all because when they called in the focus group, like for research, and they asked them, they choose old people, young people. Yeah. What's, what's made you not want to down, download? He said, the app, the idea is cool. The app is okay. But using it, it's very confusing. The user experience is like, I don't even understand what I'm doing. I think that's where UI UX comes in. When you are using anything like a website, like a mobile app, the fact that you can just, you know where the buttons are, they are very easy for you to use, the navigation, everything. The experience with that thing is very detailed. I think that's user experience design. Yeah, there are some apps that you can just pick up today and you... By tomorrow, you you, you don't know need. you know everything you need to know yeah. about it. The tutorial videos is like two seconds, whereas others the sign up page might be like <laughs> 10, 10 pages. You like like you by the time you get to the third one, you're already why, tired. Why, why, why all this stress? <laughs> one app. Why all this stress? Uninstall, especially when I need my space. Exactly, I'll just uninstall it. <laughs> no, you know it actually plays an influence now. 
he plays an influence. Like if yeah. I, I don't have space on my phone now, I will look for the app that even if it's the the apps that make you happy to use. Exactly, those are the ones you you'll be likely to keep. The one with bad user experience that you've just kept for the sake of I need the function. You might just remove it and say I'll install it later. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that type of thing adds to it. Data science, I mean. Data science. Data science. Ah. Data science. <laughs> that one has to do with a lot of a lot of data. <laughs> <laughs> I think just the computation of data and the, the analysis of it now. Right? Yes. Yeah, that, that, that one is a different it's, aspect. Okay, data analysis is a different the, aspect. The, the data processing, the data analysis, the data science. It's machine learning that I see under I'm not related to so data I, science. I can't really talk about <laughs> all, all those things you mentioned should be part of data science. No. It's, it's, or are they different different um, I don't know how to put it. It's I'm like they are related in some way. Yeah, related. but they also have to do with data. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I are. think I read somewhere that uh, data science now for you to do data science, you need like mathematics, like a knowledge of mathematics. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. You actually need math to do data science. Suddenly, like, you start moving to machine learning. Exactly, like it's computational, yes. like data, but computational. Yeah. Machine learning is just teaching a machine to do how to do something, like artificial intelligence. Yeah, artificial yeah, intelligence. Yeah, so. Yeah, so all these fields now, and th- I think some of them you have to progress from stage to stage. Exactly, yes, start yes. from the beginning. Don't don't try to jump. Don't do pass yourself. Like you know, if you want to eventually go into data science, you have to have a knowledge of backend, like Python. But is it like Python for data science and Python for backend? I don't get. Python is. It's just a language. It's just Python, like Python is not just a language. I just don't know. <laughs> Python is is wide now these days. You you do you, you use Python for many things. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's like a tool now. Yeah, put it that way. Like a programming tool that you, you can use for different it, aspects. It has, it has, in, in my own opinion, Python has evolved beyond the programming language because you can use Python for basically anything. You can use it for web. You can use it for mobile. Mobile. You can use it for anything. And it just you think about it and, and you um okay or, or, Adam, you think about it and there's an application of python yes, yes, yes that's yes. just it um a lot of things that I, can, I can't start putting my hands around it you can't use python for it's just virtually it anything is, it is simple to use so no it's not simple to use but it's, <laughs> it's, it's actually it, it comes in handy okay <laughs> it comes in handy well, it's sim- okay simpler than the other well for the people listening it won't be easy at first that's why yeah yeah <laughs> it, 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 i don't know this thing looks as if we are just we are talking about a podcast for tech people python is it's beautiful let me just put it that way it's, it's for virtually anything and it's anything that runs on the internet you can use I can assure you that there's, there's a Python application one way or the other. Hmm. Makes sense. Um, okay, back to what we initially started with. Learning on the job. The learning aspect is either try to learn to an extent at first, then you can continue learning because I think in, in this tech space we are, you don't stop learning. Yeah. Because different frameworks, libraries come out every, every time. Days exactly. It's Something. Not, it's not just in tech space. In life, you in never general, stop learning. But like, it's like a constant in the tech space now. Yeah. Like, okay. like every and three days, there's a new framework. Like like example, so, so I was trying something new. Exactly. I was doing one um, internship with Ingressive uh, for Good. Then, okay, they taught us the the initial ba- the basics for the first. I think it was divided into three months. 
So the first two months were just the basics. Then the last month was now the practical application. Yeah. What I learned the final one month, that's the practical month, it was more than what I learned the first two months. Because then they told us to build something. They gave us um, each different topics. So they told us to pick a topic, mm-hmm. then learn what's learn how to do that particular um application. Sure. It was mobile development. So we to create an app for what I learned that just that month alone, it was more than what I've learned throughout the whole two months. Because tutorials are just they are just going to show you how to do it, but it doesn't mean that you can do it on your own. But when you actually apply it, then that's when you start learning how to how to actually do it. Yeah, that brings me to something practice. If you are ever thinking of going to the tech space and you, and you know you are not going to practice, don't try it. Let me say my own experience with it. So I, I was doing a course on Coursera, Google's um, professional UX certificate. There, there are like six stages. It's only at the fourth stage you get to actually design it. The wow. fundamentals is a full four weeks course. That's the theoretical aspect. Not even that's the first part of the theoretical aspects. <laughs> Just to tell me what, aspect. just to tell me what UX is. You have not even touched UI for four weeks. Yes, just for four weeks. And looking at it, there were a lot of things I did not know. But at the same time, I'm watching tutorial videos. I'm using um, Figma to design. So my first wireframing was like, I was like, what is wireframing? I did not know. Like just the skeletal muscle of the design. Then the way the guy explained it was like, don't think about it. Just think about where you want to put certain things. I've read that thing somewhere before, but I've not applied it. I only had knowledge of it. Sure you understand me. But the moment I used my mouse to draw my first square, I started getting things like auto layout, how to apply all those things. Sure you get the strokes and effects and all that. So the libraries you can add and all that stuff. And it was until I practiced before I knew. So me, me, in conclusion, I feel like Practice is just the main thing. Even if you want, you'll be learning on the job. At the beginning, just get to know what you are doing. So once you are balanced, then start practicing and continue practicing. That's the only way you just get forward. When you practice, you learn your own methods of doing it. Exactly. Because sometimes when I started, because I started front end at first, that is that has to do with HTML, CSS, JavaScript, Bootstrap, and US. I noticed that I watch a lot of videos, but I would not still understand. Stand. And when I tried, it would not work. Because mm-hmm. one thing I know is what it will work for them, but sometimes <laughs> it might not work for it. It will not work for you. <laughs> I'll not be struggling and struggling and struggling. But I will not look at it again, look at it again. And because of that, I'm practicing as I'm looking at it again, I'm practicing. I will not find my own method we, that works. Exactly. So once you practice all the time, you have your own method and to make it easier for you. Not that uh, you won't practice, you just watch a video, you try it, you go and sleep. You come back again, when the video, try it. No, no, no. Ah, like, keep practicing. And like everybody like, has their own source. You can look at um, two different codes. Uh, one person's one can be two lines, then the other person can be five lines. There are some people that will leave space after... After, <laughs> after a particular uh, line of code. Uh, after a semicolon. Okay, okay. After yeah. a colibri braces, there are some yes, people yes, that... Yes, yes, yes. You are getting to technical. <laughs> Like you just need to, you just need to understand how you do yours. Exactly. You just need to do you, and you can't understand that without practice. Exactly. That's just it. So that's it about learning on the job. Yes, you learn on the job, mm. but it has to start from somewhere. You have to have a foundation. <laughs> it's very important. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So what your foundation is just like building houses now. If there's no foundation, your house will sink. The building you be building is just constant practice. You have to keep up with trends. Yeah, because the day you go offline for one week. 
the next week you just uh, Figma has updated like a yeah, lot of UI. things. Like ah, you might be like, ah, when did they add this feature that can help me? But if you are constant, you know that you never be lost. And there is also something called tutorial hell. Uh, you continue um, following tutorials, but you don't want to implement it. It is. It has always been a problem for many programmers. There was there was a video I was watching on YouTube. It was it was reading experiences of people are sending their experiences that they've been in they've been following tutorials for a year now. Why you are just meant to follow a tutorial then apply it, or you think of an application then look for tutorials to help you to to do what you want to do. Yes, so yes. you don't need to just start one tutorial. Then we are true. Download that tutorial, finish that one. Then I go to another tutorial, that, and finish that, that one. That one made me give up on Java. I remember <laughs> I, I watched the seven hour video on Java. Like I watched it from zero 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 <laughs> to the end, and <laughs> after watching it, at that moment I just told myself, Java is not for me. Java is not for me. <laughs> So I yeah, I was just watching the video. I didn't practice, and I, it doesn't work that way. I would liken it to learning in a classroom now. It's just like the lecturer comes now, lectures back to back. If you don't go home after each lecture, you go to your hostel and you actually apply that thing. Like you try to solve it or try to do it. Yes, they have taught you. Yes, you've seen the tutorial. Like if you go to YouTube now and you watch those tutorials, okay, I watch this tutorial today. I watch it tomorrow, and you've not used your mouse. You've not actually entered VS Code to actually print Hello World. Not that page to H1. Exactly. <laughs> so you won't get anything because all those things, you, you just think, okay, I've known this thing. But if you don't apply it, because while you are applying it, something might go wrong. There's a parameter you might have not set well. Maybe instead of tabs, now you use spaces. Hmm. That's a of thing now. You'll, not be, you'll be stuck and you'll be like, but... This guy did the exact same thing. I know have this problem. Then you will quit it. You just close your laptop or you just switch to VLC and watch a film. Mm-hmm. And that's the end. That type of thing, you keep discouraging you. So if you watch one tutorial, you apply, 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 apply before you go on to the next. That way, you've learned something from the last and you are carrying on something to the next. Another thing we have to talk about why are people flooding the tech space now? I know we said earlier that you can join the tech space now. You should have your hand in something. Yes, yes. But like we also said, you should know what you are going for, Abby. Yeah. Now, why are people flooding the tech space these days? Mm-hmm. Like, did I think it's a quick money-making scheme or something? Well, it's because there are, you know, in everything you do, there are people that are on the top. And people are on the bottom. Exactly. Okay. So they've seen those people on the top and those ones <laughs> driving expensive cars, those ones buying expensive things, buying MacBooks, changing one particular MacBook, changing this. <laughs> so they feel, ah, if I enter this thing, so there's money. Make money, yeah, make money get fast, fast. But I don't know. Don't they know that there is experience in the tech world? Yes. Like, you know, when you're applying for a job now, that will even bring me to something else now. Like, when you apply for a job, they'll tell you we need an entry level mid-level and a senior level yeah. yes, yes. Um, developer or a designer or something. People yeah. are flooding it because they think it's a quick money-making scheme. Is that right? Well, it's because of, I don't know if it's, it happens like that everywhere in the world, but let me use Nigeria because we're in Nigeria. Yes, yes. When you look at the different opportunities you have in Nigeria, I can say we have little to no new opportunities in different careers. I'm not talking about tech now. So people have not seen tech as something that is growing 
a bit in Nigeria. Apart from growing itself, it is versatile. Yes. Because, you know, all over the world now, there is no, it's from this country, it's from that country. Yeah. If you are good, your skills will speak. Exactly, your skills will speak for you. They don't care about and whether you the COVID are. lockdown didn't affect, didn't affect anything. Exactly. Yeah. The COVID lockdown affected a lot of things, but the tech space just boomed. And I think that contributed to the yeah, idea of You can of work that. remotely. Exactly. You don't actually need to be physically, physically present. present for you to do your job. All, and of, us, all of us were Zooming. Yes. Zoom, Zoom, <laughs> Zoom during the lockdown. Yeah, even so uh, there, was a, there, was, there was a Zoom training during the lockdown. Or yeah, is it internship? internship? Is it internship? Uh-huh. Yeah. There was an internship during the lockdown. So people have seen that the tech space is like, is booming now. So everybody's flooding it. Now, when they see that, ah, this thing is not for me, then you just leave the tech space. I feel like that thing, although it boosts morale for the tech space, seeing that, okay, it's a good thing. But at the same time, if that thing starts affecting how people see tech in general, it might start going down. Although I'm not sure it will. No, it cannot. It's not it possible. can't. It can't anymore. <laughs> but I think the public perception of tech will start. It will start going to ways. There will be some bad apples that will taint it the other way. Yeah. Because of their own personal experience. experience with it. Because normally, not everybody can be good at a particular thing. Just like there's a saying, undergraduates say that school is not for me. This is not for me. <laughs> it's, it's possible because school might not actually be for you. Yeah, it might actually be a business that you work excellently well. You do excellently well in a business. Yeah. That can be your own pitch. That can be your own thing. So it's likewise, when it comes to tech, when you dive into tech, like I said, like we said before, mm-hmm. there are different things you can do in tech. Yeah. Tech is, is big. If you've tried data science and it's not for you, why not try it front end? Exactly. I, I don't even, I don't, I don't even see it as trying one and one not working for you. Take a look at cryptocurrency now. You know how crypto is that there are some people now, they are very, very, they are experts. There are some people now, they are very, very good. They are experts in crypto. Like they study it, it's their calling. Let me put it yeah. that way. But it does not mean that everybody can, you can invest in crypto now. Like the basic knowledge of what to do in crypto, like how you need to use crypto to make money for you. It's like an investment scheme now. I want to liken that to tech. Tech is not an investment scheme, but it's something that basic knowledge cannot hurt you. So it's that basic knowledge people should, if you know you are not interested in it, but at least seeing as you are a person that wants to grow, you need to have a knowledge of something related to it so that you will not be lost if you want to talk amongst people like that. So they will listen to you if you want to pitch something. That's what me, I feel. It is not the idea of, okay, let's, let's all rush there now. Because, because we feel uh, there is money there's in money it. There, so you just rush there. Like, so. you are not willing to put in the time. And ah. yeah, you need to be motivated by your actual interest, not not by the money that you are supposed to expect. Yeah. I mean, that you, are, you have in mind that you are going to expect. Although there is money in tech, yes, I, I'm yes. not going to dispute that there <laughs> is money. <laughs> but before you get there, you will know that, yes, I deserve it. Just like in the university, a graduate comes out with this. Is degree, let's say two one or a first class. Yes. He cannot that same graduate cannot apply for a job a master student will apply for. Exactly. Cannot apply for a job. A master student cannot apply for a job a, a PhD, PhD will, will apply for. for. So there are levels. There are levels. So when you start in tech, you need to grow. You need to grow. You can't just start making the amount of money you saw uh, 
Brother, this is <laughs> <laughs> and definitely there's going to be setbacks. Yes, like uh, everybody, every if if you if you don't have if you don't have a setback, then you're not doing it right. You're doing something wrong. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, my my opinion is um, the reason why a lot of people are just flooding the flooding tech. the tech spaces in, in this part of the world. You find out that over the years there is no longer dignity in labor. Yeah. My mom is a civil servant and at times when we discuss, you find out that as a civil servant, you work for 35 years and probably towards retirement, you won't be able to boast of having a millionaire to your name. So if you are not if you are not actually stealing public funds, then you are not <laughs> a millionaire. So and that's and that's and that's sorry, sorry, and that's coming from a, in a currency that is devalued every day. And and is is why you find out that at times most I, I don't know those who have experience like they know people who are civil servant or that's why you find out that most civil servant after retirement they they tend to you know give up the ghost I don't want to they tend to give up the ghost because after thirty five years of doing you know they are no longer they are just yes. sitting at home no longer doing anything so you find out that people. There's no dignity in labor anymore, and the truth is, money might not be everything, but it's very important. People ah, need money. Is important. People need money, and so when because you find that these days now, when you see a guy with a laptop, I can assure you, I, I can't say for other part of the world, but I can assure you in Nigeria, yeah, when you see a guy with a laptop, if he's not a programmer, then not a programmer, <laughs> if not a tech guru or not a business owner, then they. they Hundred percent chance. That is a fraud star. That is a fraud star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when you have, and the, the truth is, when they, there are other things you can do, why not instead of being a fraud star, star, why not put your time and energy Effort. into yes. it? So yes. most, a, a lot of people don't understand that there is a process. That there is a process. There is a procedure to follow. You have to, like you say, you have to follow the ladder. Exactly. So people just, you know, you don't want to come into it and. Make money, greediness. Oh, not everybody can be Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people just want to come in and make money. They don't. They don't want to follow due process, and it doesn't work that way. Which is why you see them. They come into it like this, and they realize that it's not what they thought. Yeah, and you see uh, them. You need work training, and, and you then... see them leaving like they say, garbage in, garbage out. <laughs> so they just, they just come in, rush in, rush out. So they realize it's not. It's, it's not for them. In my own opinion, that's why a lot of people are rushing into the tech world because and they are rushing out because you you see that you you work you work your ass three sixty five days a year and there is little or nothing to show, show for, for it. it. Meanwhile, and money is important. Yes, and um, that brings me to the idea that even in, in the digital world, let me not even put tech space now. In the digital world now, you are, you can be a freelancer. You see, nobody wants to work for their mate. Everybody knows that thing. You know, nobody wants to call their mate boss. If it's not whining, nobody wants to do it. <laughs> so I feel the fact that the world is becoming digitized, that they are not recognizing people for their services and their skills. Rather than, you know, if you can do this thing and you can do it well. If you are 15 years old and you're an expert developer, maybe you started from when you were a little, companies would hire you without a second thought. They need what you can do. They don't, they don't care about your age. What do you have to offer offer us? That's what the world is going towards now. And everything is becoming digitized. So I feel that panic that people have that I have to be relevant in this space. But if you are not willing to put in the work and willing to grow within it, because 
there is there is an hierarchy in everything. Even if it is not labor, there is still hierarchy in it. You can't go ahead of somebody that has been doing this for five years. That is a mid-level developer, and you are an entry level. You can't end like him, except maybe it's by luck or or something like that. Or you are a fast learner, or it's just let me just put it, it's just luck. Sure, you get me. Yeah. Now that brings me to another aspect of the whole matter. You know. Another thing that I think deters people from actually going forward is the whole idea of training and internships and the way people use, the way people misuse newbies in the tech, in the tech space. What do you think about that? Well, well, as a newbie in, in the tech space, yeah, you are you are still learning, yes, because you don't even know what what you are doing yet. You are still yeah, yeah, yeah. Understand. I know, but what I'm trying to say is, if you are not interning now. Okay. What if they are making you like they want to milk out everything out of you, all the work out of you? Like you know, it's an internship. I'm supposed to learn supposed something. To learn, yes. It's a training program. I'm supposed to learn something. Let's use a, an organization for example. I go there to do my IT or something, like an internship now. Yeah. So, getting there, you know, okay. Even if I'm to be working, that work is supposed to be me learning how to do that thing yes. while working it a bit, but. What of those people that use people for their work? Like they just use you. That is wrong. That is actually wrong. That is actually wrong. They are not supposed it, to. Work. It's a real issue. I've, yes, yes. I've had people with those experiences. I think that that, that boils down to our society. The um, how like people, the way people think. The mentality. Our, our mm. mentality here is in this part of the world is is very low, very like you, you just see some people they believe. Um, especially the older generations, they believe that um, the the fact that I'm older than you automatically places me above you, and it doesn't and it, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Although I won't I won't disparage age as, but I feel like age is just a factor for differentiating things. To me, it is not you cannot rate somebody's intellectual capacity by their age. Yeah, Abi now. Like, okay, because this guy is coming as an intern now, but maybe he has gathered resources, he has watched videos, he knows he has been doing things, very well, but he just wants to intern at this company. Then you, find, you discover that, ah, he's actually better than you. Even if you can learn from him. As he's an intern, as he's an intern, there are some rules you will not give him. So you understand? Yes, yes. But he should not feel as if I want to die. Mufedaku. Because being, of the different being used. He's being, being used. used uh, it's as if they want to milk out everything I know <laughs> because I came here to do and, internship. And they do all of that thinking they are stressing you out, making you work faster. They do all of that trying try to say that they are training you. you. They are training you to actually become <laughs> very, very good. Ah, no, no, no. no. And, and they, they don't know it. They are frustrating you. Ah. Exactly. Everybody that is learning should be encouraged. Should yeah. be encouraged. You should take it easy. Learning is a, is, a, is a step-by-step process. You should not use a particular person when you are training. In internships and in trainings, you should not use a particular person. It's wrong. It's wrong. Instead, encourage that person. Take it step-by-step. There's another funny thing I want to even mention. This one, I think we all know it. Uh, I think we're all in DSC Lasso group now. Yeah. Yes. You know, there are some, some people who come now, they will place job adverts. You know, regardless, I'm in school now. Let's say we, as we are in school now, but you're already good in this stack. If a job advert come and you, and you qualify for everything, you can do it now. Apply for it. You can apply for it. That one doesn't. That's one of the advantages of the tech space. Like we said earlier, age, your kidney doesn't matter. As long as you are proficient in that particular, you are good to go. Now, 
what I want to say is when they post those job descriptions, you see some that maybe the stack you are required to like excel at. Maybe they just tell you, okay, three years of experience. <laughs> no, 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 no. The experience in my own part, I feel is the years you've been you've been able to be doing that thing. You know, yeah. as you are learning now, you carry out some projects. That's experience. The second year, you are like good. You carry out another project. Sorry. Then the third year, all the while you are learning. So applying for that job, you can tell them you have three years experience yes. doing that thing. Projects you show for uh-huh. it. All those projects you show for it during those course of three years. I think that qualifies you. Yes. Uh-huh. But three <laughs> years experience. So I'm I'm not even bothered with the experience part. That's not where I'm going. The stack, you now see like maybe for front end, React JS or something, JavaScript, Vue or something. All those ones, they will just mention like four stacks for you, but just be proficient in them. Then they will add like you should have this as another additional skill. Then you see the pay six hundred and fifty k. For and the, the the amount of things they will want from you. No, no, no. That's not even where I'm going yet. Okay. That's not where I'm going. I'm still coming to that one. Okay. I'll be like, okay, six hundred and fifty k for just this thing. I feel like that type of thing is just for proficiency. They know what they are looking for. Yes. Now onto the next. The one that you got, you are, you understand where I'm going now. Five years working experience. <laughs> The list of things you are supposed to know, guy. <laughs> I feel like I'm shouting now. The list will be too long, I know. They will tell you, okay, full stack developer. When they list the stacks from front end and back end, oh my yakpa, you just a lot of they will not list requirements upon requirements upon requirements. Ah, you, ah, ah, PHP, <laughs> Java, JavaScript, React, C++. everything. You will know everything. Meanwhile, you will not see the pay. 70k. But <laughs> <laughs> live in Lagos. <laughs> Did I tell you, you 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 have to work three years in the company for you to actually get to like 150k payment. Imagine, remember Will you time? do it? <laughs> <laughs> remember that time I, I, I saw a post on Instagram of a guy, of two guys chatting. So one of the, the, the person chatting said, I need a, an application like YouTube. Oh, no, no, no. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you COVID period? Yeah, so I need an application <laughs> to rival YouTube. The guy was like, what was your budget? We <laughs> said 30K. 30K. <laughs> <laughs> I need an application to rival YouTube. But you know YouTube is big. YouTube is big. So you are trying to tell me to create an application for you as a developer. No, I, no, no, not as a developer. As a full stack developer. As a full stack developer. What's your budget? You 30K. <laughs> Can you imagine? 30K for what? Like that type of process now, will you not even like discourage some people? Yes, it would. It would. Like if I'm willing to put in years and years into okay. learning on because you know it's a constantly evolving thing that you have to keep a lot of things in your up. head. Yes, yes. You have to keep up with the, the trends in the industry you are, you are currently working on that stack. Have you have to update the app. Exactly. All of that. Everything. You not tell me you pay me 30k or 5k. <laughs> but live in Lagos. Pay matters. And when all these um, organizations are giving jobs, when they are looking for people to play roles in their companies, I actually feel the payments they usually put is usually very low. And I, that is wrong. And uh, no, no. I think that thing is just to curb the number of applicants. Okay, yes. They know that, they know that, see, if they know what they are looking for, they know where to apply. For a job that they will list anywhere, they cannot put high money. Because they know that there are some overqualified people that if they put 1 million or 750k per month, those people will apply. And they cannot pay those people. Yes, and they cannot keep up with those people. So they are looking for who to overwork. They are looking for somebody that is just starting out. That they, are, they want to take advantage of somebody that they know is gullible, that mm-hmm. is looking for money. 
That's another thing I want to mention. You should not be invested with money, although it's important, but know that it will come as a reward rather than it yeah. being the motivation for doing what you do. You should do it like Marquez Brownlee said. He's a YouTuber, but he's doing what he loves and he has never felt it for a day. The money comes as a side benefit to keep the thing running. So you get. So that's my own opinion on it. What do you think? If you, he he normally says if you do what you love you'll never work a day in your life exactly so if you do it the money will just come it will come and i think we should also i think i want to also say that tech is true should also keep an eye out when you see job listings like that and you know what you are worth if it is negotiable and you are really you really want to work there if you find a way that it will benefit you yes. ah just like terms and conditions who they read terms and conditions for you <laughs> Body. I I they read down, guy. <laughs> so you do. That, I do. That, that is too long. I read terms and conditions now. Uh, sometimes. And I know a lot of people that are listening. Just click yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, I agree. yes, yes. I agree. It's just like going for a job and they tell you, okay, they will list some things. Even if they tell you they want to pay you seven hundred and fifty k, there are some things that have included in that terms and like your your the sheet for your approval as a worker there yes. in your contract, and then you just sign. Just Over time, time, after three months, you feel like the money is not worth it. Because because they told you of only four stacks, only for you to get there and realize that you are the only full stack developer there. So you get, and the rest are just like entry level interns. They are keeping you with interns. So the seven hundred fifty k they are paying you, they will milk it out of you. Yeah, so so tech is out there that might be listening to this, or anybody that will be invested okay. in the tech space. I would advise you just watch out, just keep your head leveled. Yeah, first, I want to say something. Um, the meaning of PHP is not pre-hypertext processor, hypertext preprocessor. Okay. Then, um, secondly, I think the reason why companies or, yeah, companies, the reason why they do what they do, especially in this part of the world, whereby they place, um, put out a job advert and you say that it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's mm. because... Requiring so much. Uh, first and foremost, in, in this part of the world, we are just um, beginning to... Trans, yes, we are, we are transiting from the analog age to the digital, digital age. age. So they so don't know the value of the, yes, most they don't, of they, 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 don't, they don't actually understand the importance of most of these things yet. So, and apart from that, and apart from the fact that they don't understand, some people out there, it boils down to our society, like I said earlier. Yes, some yes. people out there, they just want to... They, let me put it in Yoruba. I'm sorry for those for those of us who don't understand Yoruba. What can when they talk Maloni? Like they will, they will use you. I'm not looking forward to you. Like they will use you. Yeah, like and, you know, and, you know. And when okay. they are done with you, they you will know, jump you. As most companies are transiting to data, like cloud computing now, mm-hmm. like AWS, Amazon Web Services now. All this, like people that are into data science now, they need them now. Mm-hmm. So they just realize that as a company. If we put all our workload, we attended a conference now, TechX, uh, Tech Saturday last week. So most companies are looking to put all their data on the cloud now mm-hmm. to reduce the workload and reduce personnel and improve pay. But in the process of doing that, let's say a company that has always been analog before, they want to transit into digital age now. And they know that these are the things needed for data science. They will not put it up as a job advert for one person <laughs> to know all those things. Instead of employing multiple people, that are very vast in those, in those in different those roles. roles. I guess, yes, yeah? exactly. You know, if if you tell me I'm working only as a particular thing in data science now, I don't I don't do any like sections in data science. But let's say there are categories. 
Let's say there are four categories now that they need in that company. If you do one category, 150K, eh, for four people, you are likely to see more jobs, more people apply for that job and see people that will actually collect the job. And that one is reasonable. Rather than, okay, you want me to do everything, but you don't want me to, you don't want to pay me 150K times four. You want to pay me 150K. For all those rules. No, not 150, 150K plus 50K bonus. <laughs> <laughs> for all those rules. And she gets, and I don't know, I, I think they make enough profits for them to be able to be exactly. affording that type of thing. So it's just crazy. Well, How, like he said, like Shibumi said, it's because of where we are. It's because of where we are. Those companies on the other hand might not also be making that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might not also be making that much. And so, but the fact that they are transiting, they should also be um, accommodative of what they are doing. So you get, they should be considerate, sorry. You know, they, they can't just, I, I, I don't know. You want to just look for people you will use. Because you know that, ah, there are some people that are into tech in, in they are hot cakes now, Abby. Hot blood. Hot blood, <laughs> now, nah, I didn't do hot. But instead of like trying to acquire their worth, you want to acquire them in a way that you will use them and milk out everything possible. And there are some contracts, you know, there are some contracts that you can't quit. You can't quit your job. And so that means in the terms and yes. conditions. <laughs> I will read it. You will read the terms of the contract. I'll start reading my terms. Read your terms and conditions. <laughs> no, no, it's very important to if you want to at, at least terms and conditions, maybe on WhatsApp, Twitter, you can just Especially down Facebook and <laughs> but if, if you want to if you want to if you want to sign a contract, <laughs> it's very important. If you to cannot read. if you cannot get a lawyer, tell them to give you a day to proofread it. It's very important, important. to read because you, you must know what you are getting yourself into. Ah. Before it's too late. If the PDF is too long, take your time to read it. Because in the long run, you are helping yourself. Because there will be a loophole. All these companies are smart. There will be a loophole in that whole system that will allow them to manipulate you. And once you sign that contract, you are under legal requirements to do it. There is nothing you can do. Then maybe they can say that it's only after three years you can quit your job. They will make you miserable in three years. And you don't want that. You don't want that thing to steal your joy from what you are doing. Mm-hmm. So tech is intense and people like like us now. Me say, me say. And people want to go into tech now. Make sure you, you are looking out for yourself. Safe. Every man for himself. Don't say because they are they, they are rushing the tech space now. You want to just walk somewhere. No, take your time. The people that will appreciate you, there are a lot of them out there. Freelancing, ah, freelancing is, is hot kick right now. Freelancing, open source. It's open source. There are a lot of things you can do. Don't say because and if you feel you want to work somewhere. And some people like it. Somebody like me now. I like it. Even if you want to do freelance, it will be after like you have accomplished a lot. So you get, and you're on your own. Starting out, you need that experience working with people. Yeah, so you get. So if you are going into that type of space, make sure you are looking out for yourself. Don't let them use you. If not, you regret it. And make sure as you are working, you are happy. Ah. Do, what, do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. Not that, <laughs> it's like you said before, it's money that is motivating you. That is wrong. Yeah, now another thing we'd like to I would like to iterate on is um, the role of gender in the tech space. So maybe we'll bite our heads off. <laughs> yeah, now yes, the fact that we are males talking about it. But I feel there is really nothing to talk about there, except there are actually some categorizations now that doesn't make sense. Like me personally now, I've always been an advocate for 
the idea that I know feminism has evolved over the years to be something more than fighting for women to be recognized in a particular space. But I still stand by my own opinion, like, like I said, my own personal opinion that irrespective of gender, any human should be allowed to do whatever they want to do as long as they are capable of doing it. Exactly, yeah. So I don't see why gender should be a thing in the tech space. Although, yes, the tech space has always been largely represented by males. Amen. Like STEM now, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. There's always been males. But women entering into that space, yes, they should be encouraged. But it should not be taken as another thing entirely. Like it should not be used as another way of talking about gender bias. I don't see it as gender bias in this case. Because for me, it's just that women were not in this in this tech space before. It has always been men. Now that women are trying to enter into the tech space. Now, we have women doing great things in tech space. I don't know. Should they not be allowed to? They should now. They should. All women should be allowed to. So yes, now. As long as, like you said, as long as they are capable of it, as long as they have the skills. Then it should not be a problem. It should not be a problem. Ah. Whatever role a woman wants to do, she should, she should be allowed to do. Whatever job a woman wants to do in the tech space, because that's yes. what we're talking about. She should be allowed. She should be allowed. Irrespective of whether she's she's a lady. Irrespective of the fact yes. that she's a lady. That should not even count when applying for a job or something. Although there are some in this life, there are gender specific rules in jobs. We are not going to deny that. Yes, yes. There are some jobs that they can't give to males and there are jobs that they can't give to females. But in something as neutral, I feel in something as neutral as tech, the whole idea of gender should not even exist. Like say you feel me, what do you think? Yeah. There is nothing. There's nothing special now. There's nothing like that. That is just male. There's what? What? what is, it's just. I don't know. There's nothing male only <laughs> in the tech space. I swear. I, I saw. I saw Amazing Grace now. Data science. <laughs> Let me not lie. She's even doing something that I'm afraid to do. Ah, guys, so it's not a lady. She's doing something that I, I don't think I can do. So it's not it's not even up to that matter, sir. And most times, uh, you find that these ladies will actually do better. Yeah, a lot better. They'll do a lot better. And me, what me I am fighting for is the idea that they should not even be categorized as she because she's a woman mm. in the tech space. Preferential treatment or mm-mm. everybody should be treated the same. same. Because the salary should be the same. Yes. The experience, the anything that's going to happen, everything, everything is the same because at the end, if when you put in code. It doesn't matter if it's a lady or a guy. The code will execute and it will work fine in the tech space. Now, but there's something else that, there's a misconception that is flying around now. (laughs) The fact that UI UX is now thought to be a lady's stack. (laughs) Yeah. I just recently heard of this one. (laughs) I swear, in that HNG internship something, I think when everybody started applying, they were like, Seven to ten thousand people doing UI UX alone. Wow. If you scroll every five line, UI UX, UI UX, girl, women, UI UX, UI UX, UI UX, UI UX. I, I was like, oh my, I don't feel. Are they, are they, is it that ladies are scared Ed, to take thank other you. roles? Are they scared to take other thank roles? Thank you. But people that, feel UI UX is actually easy. Uh-huh. It is not. That is <laughs> crazy. So, but no, no. What me, I'm, what I'm getting at is the fact that okay. 
you are if you are advocating for the advent of women in tech abi the ones that people will actually recognize will be the ones that do things in great strides the ones that break barriers and the ones that are on par with the top level programming languages abi Now, if they say they want to represent women in tech, then you tell all women, just go and do UI UX. It's easy. You are belittling them. In my own opinion, no. From a cultural point of view. Okay. Now, um, you know, like um, there's this um, belief that um, um, a woman is the manager of the house, like she's if she's like the face of the house. Okay. Let me put it that way. Okay. Now, me, I kind of believe UI UX. Like you said earlier, UI UX is all about the the design interface design and your experience. experience. So let me relate that to an household now. If when you get to a house, like the Yoruba we say, one one your moto bada, omo babeni, moto bada omo yeah. So there's that belief that um, when you want to actually make something. Look beautiful, palatable, exactly pleasing. Yeah, well, then there there has to be a woman involved. Does that believe that? It, 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 it needs a lady's touch. Uh, exactly. Yes. But so, doesn't make the code beautiful now. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I get his point. His so, point is okay. Why women are like flooding into the UI so spaces because they feel it is more tailored to okay. their nature. Exactly. Abi, abi. Yes, because you have to put a hundred men and a hundred women. And and you, you you tell them to maybe like give you like a beautiful color palette. I, I can bet you that the, the women will actually do better than the men because it's, it's like they are is is part of the it's part of them. Okay. Yeah, makeup they are already to, exactly to, already so. To, to colors and, and I mean I believe yeah like is 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 all about because colors too. You have, yeah, you, you yeah. deal with colors so yeah. and shapes and all those, all those type of thing. You know eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a lady. So, so, so it has to it has to deal with um for me is the way um we tailor our our belief the, the way we view things. Okay, okay. But what me I'm actually getting at in this idea of gender roles in tech is now we have okay let's start let's accept that okay women women are more inclined to the field of design because. They are not attuned to it. It's like it's part of them. The way you put it, like their nature. But what I'm essentially trying to say is taking that old prospect now. Why is it that okay? Since you said okay, design is more relative to them. Does it now mean that what you want to do in the field of tech should be easy? I'm not saying design is easy, but if it's something that is more attuned to your attributes, like we know that there are some ladies now that they are very good in math. Yes, you are very good in system area of education. Now, that type of person now, she should go into like um, data science, like like Grace, amazing Grace. Now, is it that women should not strive in tech? Women should not strive to go the far lengths. They should just remain in the neutral like front end and design. Mm-hmm. They can be equally represented in all stacks now. Yeah, it depends on what. It you, depends on what you how, are interested in. What you are interested in and how far you can go. If she, if she likes it's my strong point. Yes, exactly. That was strong point. No, women are actually doing well in other tech spaces. That's what. From, that's what I'm saying. So now, apart from you are you So, but the I don't know. Maybe it's this part of the world. Do I don't know because the representation. 
because I, I that's what you're talking about. Right? Yes, now nah, yes. The, the one of the reason why the representation is not there is first and foremost the reason why the representation for the female gender gender in the, in tech, the space. tech space is not really there is that we are just giving value to tech to technology in the, in the especially in this part, part of, of the world. world. In, 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 not even just especially in this part of the world, especially in Nigeria. In, fa- in fact, you find out that because we claim, we claim to be the giant of Africa, but you find out that there are other countries, say give Kenya, Rwanda, that are actually doing well in technology than the Nigeria. <laughs> yes, man. There was a time I heard that um, the, the Rwandan government then were actually planning on developing something similar to Silicon Valley, Rwanda. She gets so, but, but here in Nigeria, is um, due to people encouraging each other and the fact that what coronavirus did to the world. Okay, so I get. So the point now is. So like, there, there are not a lot of women in tech now. That yes, exactly. There's a lot of everybody. Body. Yeah, yeah, I get your point. <laughs> I get your point. There is a lot of everybody in the sense that the number is already getting like it's it's now like getting balanced. Yeah. Because in that tech space. Most of our mentors now, we're like women now. No. Women are mentors now. Which one? I think, it, I think in design. It was in design. <laughs> but in like front end. Um, uh, even in mobile, our Zuri training, we had. She was even my own favorite mentor. <laughs> see? I, I get what you're trying to say is like the tech space in Nigeria is new. Kind of. Yes, yes. It's, no, it's not relatively new, it's but just, it's just booming. Yes, it's Let's just taking a new form. In Nigeria. So now that women are now getting more involved in it, it should not be that uh, why are there now women in tech? As if tech initially belonged to men. We know that it was dominated by men, but it's not like something that it is men only. Mm. I feel like there should be equal representation. As long as you can do the stack, you should do it, irrespective of your gender. But you said something now, government. That brings me to the next part. I just feel like we should just jump into that right now. Government sanctions. You know, you said they are trying to build something like Silicon Valley in Rwanda. Do you know what the government just did to what's it called? You know, like let me use the example Kuda Bank. You know, Kuda is a microfinance bank now. They released a circular. I don't know the exact words in the circular because they always miss their words, like terms and conditions. It was just to say that they are they were threatening microfinance banks that they should want their safe based on the transactions they are carrying out. Crypto, crypto, that crypto, cryptocurrency. That with cryptocurrency now. Imagine a country that is trying to kill the hope of the tech space. They did the same thing for startups in Nigeria. I, I, I don't know if you saw the... Can you, does that make sense? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, they are trying to kill the tech innovation in this in this part of the world. Yeah, in this part of the world. Let me use Nigeria. The government is not supporting tech at all. So, most of these startups, you see, they are just doing it on their own. They start here and they leave. The government is not supporting at all. It's not even the matter of living. It's just that, okay, as they are doing it, why don't you just allow the stuff to flow? Okay, I don't... No, okay, I think another thing is that most of the people are older, so they don't really know tech. Hmm. Yeah, so, <laughs> most, of, most of the people in government, government be specific. Okay, mo- let's say most of the people in government are older. They, they didn't grow up they don't really, tech. Yeah, they didn't grow up so tech. They, cannot really they, don't, they don't even appreciate it. But I'm trying to say, why don't they see it as an innovation to the economy rather than saying all of us should start, should start farming? Because they don't see it. That's just it. They don't, see, they don't see the economic value. For, for think, them, for them, technological advancement is actually is, an is, hindrance is, to, to them, to, to, to them stealing public funds. To the growth of their empire. Exactly. Yeah. 
But, but so, so it's, it's not even as if they don't see it. Yeah. They see it, but they, they just don't want it to happen because it doesn't favor them. I even feel like they see it, but as long as it won't work in a way to benefit them, yeah, they exactly. have to shut it down. Exactly. Example, cryptocurrency. You know, cryptocurrency now belongs to nobody. You know, in, in entrepreneurship, in the 202 that we did last semester. So, I attended the classes. Did you attend the classes? I did, sir. Yeah? <laughs> I attended the classes. So, I was okay now. <laughs> uh-huh. So, part of all of those classes was... You went for two. <laughs> in that course now, the man mentioned something relating to entrepreneurship and the way government regulates funds. Like, from the inception of time, the government has always had a hand in regulating the financial stuff of a country. Shall you get? Yes. Now, we understand that, okay, they let those people operate now on their own, under certain terms. But it's not like those people didn't read those terms. They know what they are doing. If they are trespassing, curbing them is different from the fact that they are trying to, to kill, kill innovations. Is. innovations. Exactly. Hmm? It's annoying that I'm in a country whereby people are trying to create startups and the government is trying to kill it, imposing taxes and sanctions on them as if they are making like one kind... is a startup, start-up for God's sake. The name is there, startup. I don't understand, though. I don't even understand. Another thing I even want us to talk about now is um, innovation in the tech space. I did an anonymous poll for this for the weird things people observe in tech. I don't know if it, uh, the person shall said, um, "Why is it that tech companies they they like innovate, then they hoard the innovations, they hide it as secrets <laughs> to make money?" <laughs> I understand to make money. No. The person was very angry. The person said it in a way that like it's, it's as if. They have invented things down. Mm-hmm. They are not releasing it, it down. out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on one. 1.1. 1.2. <laughs> uh, well, most well, of it is to stay relevant. Because um, you have to bring in something new to the table if you want to stay relevant. Because it's very hard to innovate. Yeah. yeah. Most of these people, you see that Samsung acquired this patent. But in the next five years, they have still not used it. Mm-hmm. Like they are folding screen patents. I think they acquired this in 2016 or 22FCF. That they acquired that patent for their folding screen. When did they start releasing folding displays? The, the first batch even had issues, so they had to. It was 2020 that was actually the real first batch. Exactly. Uh, for me, the reason why they do it is to remain relevant. Exactly. It's, it's, that's why, because it's, it's like they say, you can't um, don't put all your eggs Ex- in one, one basket. basket. But owing to that, there is something that is very, very annoying that most of these companies do. Little updates. I've been tempted. To actually draft a mail and send to Google stating that, please make updates at the end of every month on Google Play Store. Let's know that that's when updates are coming. If I update Snapchat today, four hours later, there's another update. What did they add? Bug fixes and improvements. Exactly. Some of them don't even, some of them don't even put anything in the description. No, no, no. Yeah, Google, no, Google no, provided by the No information provided by the developer. You meant I see that in another application. Just, like, I don't update that. I, I never. <laughs> Is that it? What, WhatsApp, my, um, there's a new update. I wanted to update it yesterday. I just click info. Information not provided by the developer. It doesn't. It doesn't. It has got the impact. Out of privacy policy. The moment you, you update the app and you open it, you just see we have updated our terms of privacy policy. You now see the, the button to agree will be very bright for you to click. That privacy policy is not be highlighted in one tiny text so that you cannot click, you just go forward. I beg you, read privacy policy, read terms and conditions. But there's also something planned obsolescence. Okay. okay. There was a video, there was a guy that did, that made a video on YouTube. Okay. Or the title of the video is Why We Don't Have Nice Things. So he talked about a light bulb. 
that at the beginning of okay, I can't remember the date, but Thomas initially, Sha, nice bulbs were made to last forever. Like they were made to last forever. But during the industrial revolution, so light bulbs were they were people were losing jobs because yes. There is you just yeah, make yeah, yeah. one and, and that's the end. He's working yes, for, for, life. for life. So the company will actually go out of business. It's not a good business model. So all products now, till date, have a life cycle. Most of them is not. It's not because they cannot. Like CPUs now, maybe ten years after it to oh okay or um SSDs now like three years of constant reading and writing. After three years, it will some of the um, flash cells will start to die. Okay. But most of it, some of them might just be um, technological advancement that we have not gotten there. But most of it is actually planned obsolescence. Mm. Because I guess like relevant. like okay, yeah. look at look at Apple now. I mean the the iPhone 13 or 12s, whichever they call it, they are releasing now. Mm-hmm. So Apple fanboys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want to they want to shrink they want to shrink the notch. They are not removing it though. See, they had already planned this immediately from the iPhone X. They knew that their face ID technology is revolutionary. Abi? Yes. It's yes. like literally the best in the market yes, for smartphones. Best, best that you can actually use to authenticate payments. Now, do you expect them to let go of that innovation? You know, everybody is looking for a borderless display, punch hole. Abi? Yeah. But Apple will not do it. You know what Apple wants to do now? There, is, there are projections that they will actually go camera-less, like no, no front camera, full screen display. Now, they are bringing the fingerprint sensor because of COVID-19, since people, cannot, people are using masks now, they cannot just use face on lock all the time. They are bringing that fingerprint, in-display fingerprint too. Do you think Apple could not do in-display fingerprint? Since, since, since. The fact that the industry, the, that technology was already perfected by Samsung's and the likes, means that Apple had the capability to do it. Yes, you don't even need to make it, just copy. You don't need to even make it, just copy. So you get, there are some things, there are some things in the, te- that's why, in the tech space now, there is there is something called um, I don't understand. Sharing you must share. That's the way I put it. See, you cannot hold technology. You can only have patents for a certain thing. She gets. You cannot hold technology. Competition is good for the consumer yes, yes, yes. inside the tech space you can't because hold technology, but you can hold your ideas. Exactly. So you can hold your ideas. Now, what I'm essentially trying to say is the fact that in the tech space, as we all know it, no company can stop. So I think those com- most companies now, what they do is they innovate too, but they are waiting for their competitors to release something that exactly. they will counter with so exactly. as to say relevant. Exactly. So you understand? Um, Zippo, they, they try look to at, do it sorry, better. They yes, try to do it better than their competitors. Than their competitors. Look at um, Google now. Google Pixel. <laughs> they are releasing Pixel 6. Google will just try no type of gimmicky features to see what will stick. They had already been developing their, just like Apple Silicon, their own yeah. silicon chip to put in their phones. But they were looking for a way to bring it after, like, the buzz around that phone now is that they are the one making this now. They are not depending on anybody. Exactly. So people are going to buy this thing because they want to see what Google finally made as hardware. Do you understand? They have to do those things if they want to stay yeah, relevant. Right. But the, the annoying thing is those stupid tiny updates that they add. It's, an, it's annoying. Like some generations may even turn out to be worse, like four uh-huh. to five. It's a four mm-hmm. to five. And the, the, a good example is Apple. It's Apple when it comes to their Apple series, their iPhone series. Apple, no, no, Apple is like, you know, at the time Apple was all about innovation. They were just pumping yeah. out things, iPad. But now Apple is all about making the moolah. <laughs> exactly. And they are making it. It's a trillion dollars. Two trillion dollar company. <laughs> 
So, no, apart from even that removal of charge or something. Them yeah, send them your piece. Send them your point. See, if you are a tech person and you don't really know Apple, you don't even know tech because Apple as a company, they have crazy technology in their in, 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 in the, in the yeah, one of the most they are one of the best companies they in the world. They have one of the best developers. Yeah, one of the best developers. Like one the of the brightest minds. They have one of the best systems. They have the money to pay. What are you saying? They have it. <laughs> It looks as if we are Apple fanboys, but no. If you if you actually know tech, you know that yes, Apple is a very good company. But the annoying thing about that company is the fact that they are so focused on money that the projections, what they add to their phones year by year. Imagine what did they add to last year's phone? They made it square. <laughs> it's sharpened edges. Sharpened so, edges. So that it stand. It will stand. And then somebody will come here and oppress me. Your phone will stand. <laughs> I imagine what 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 is it? Only tech bros will know that okay, they didn't really add anything to the anything. What did they they made it an OLED screen? Since when have you had OLED screens? Yeah. Since 20 The first Galaxy Note 2010 ah, was OLED. OLED. All Samsung Slack flagships have been OLED. OLED technology has been available. What, what did what they is do? The difference between an Apple 11, iPhone 11, 11. and the Pro and the Pro Max. Uh, and yeah. The, 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 no, 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 the, the camera, camera, the camera, the camera, the camera and, and The, the chip inside. No, is it the chips are always the same. And battery size. They, they call it the Pro model. Uh, so that Max. so that when you see your everybody is buying the iPhone 11. I can't buy what these people are buying. Let me buy the Pro. What will I, no, let me buy the highest. Let me buy the, the Pro, Pro Max. Max. Essentially, what they added was a telephoto lens. Wide wide angle <laughs> camera. So, so that most Nigerians yeah. that are buying it will not you don't use. use. They don't even know why why the angle lens is. It's not even that they they will not use. They don't even know it is there. They don't know what the wide angle lens is. I I don't mean to sound like okay, a hater. Okay, one of the, I don't mean to, the I, don't, wait, wait, wait. I don't mean to sound like a hater, but one of the things that annoys me is, do you know there are full video courses on how you can use the Apple's iPhone camera to do what to create a full blown movie, very clean, edited, studio quality. But you know what these people are using it for. I, you will take a picture. You will not care about the exposure, nothing. And the picture will just be blown out, just to glow under the sun. Now, meant? <laughs> no, be meant with that. Ah, <laughs> some kissed. <laughs> no, I understand that. See, the whole idea of luxury is that even if I don't need it, I can buy it, and I will buy it. Uh-huh. That's really, and I and I don't. That's how the world works. But I feel like luxury it should come with reasoning. Say, get me. Luxury should be worth it. Yes, now. It should be worth it. Apple that makes year over year improvements. There is a reason why they don't change the price in the US. So that people that just have iPhone 11, they just have to update to iPhone 12 by just swapping their phones. But over here in this country that we are hustling, where everybody they hustle. Just that phone, the price coming out initially will just be 900k. Let me not lie, your iPhone 12 came out. A guy bought for him as different new 900k on the spot. He paid for two. Imagine you have had the iPhone X before, or even the eleven, eleven or something. But because a new one is out, we little to no updates. I cannot. The only, the only difference is Pro Raw. No, the only difference is Pro Raw that he doesn't even know what it is. He doesn't know what it is. All those things now is people like uh, uh, like people like us that know. Do, do, do they even watch Apple keynotes? <laughs> they don't now. All these companies they add little to no updates or not. Because they know that the average consumer doesn't care about this. They just put it there to increase. The price right. every year. The the actual time they make big innovations. That's when they push the marketing. And, and the increase. anointing is all those those type those stupid specs that you see. 64 oh, megapixel camera. Yeah. Uh, the the previous 12 was better than. Ah, <laughs> techno can relate. <laughs> That's just it about that whole topic.
All right, now we are coming to the end of our episode for today. I realize it's been too long. Yeah, so at the end of all this thing now, what will you actually need to thrive in the tech space? The number one thing, akin to all the others we've said now, the number one thing has got to be connections. No, not connection. No. Uh, to thrive. To thrive. In this tech space uh-huh. is dedication. Okay. I said akin to all what we've said. We've said about learning, dedication, putting all your all into it. Mm-hmm. But what what adds to it is connection. See, yes, in, in, you, in, must, you must have a large network of friends slash developers. Yeah. It's very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very, very important because the truth is... When they when they announce, like in the company, when they say, we need a something, something developer. So is there People only mention their friends. That's how it works in the tech space. I don't know if you've noticed. People don't like us. Uh, recommendations yeah. work very well. Just be yes. nice. Just be nice. The tech space is not constrained to all those things. And what made it so is because recommendations matter. So you need to build a network of friends, like developers, not just any out person or anybody. And how can one build just that network? You go for meetups. Exactly. You go for training, yes. irrespective of whether you're a boss or not. Go for meetups are very important. Meet people, meetups they are very important. Anywhere you go, you see somebody pressing a laptop. Once you look, I see that they are doing something on their screen that's related to tech. Or you see one sticker. And see that once you start something, you start seeing other people doing. It. Yes, it's exactly. That's how it works. Because, no, no, it's not as if once you start something. You have it's just that. It's just that. It. Yes. It has been all around you, but you have never noticed it. Because you now have the you day, the day you start, you just sit down. You see the guy in front. Ah, this guy is coding. Ah, bro, what's up? And in the tech space, we like whining ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> everybody in our boss, nobody, nobody accepts that they are very good. And that's one of the sweet things about it. So you just have to have that network, a vast network of developers as friends. Yes. That will help you go further. Because if you only make it the idea of I know this thing alone. Yes, you are very good in all this stuff, but who knows that you are good in all this thing? And, and, yeah. and you need to reach out. Don't be antisocial. Exactly. But people will say most, one of the most one of the most social environments or sectors. Yes. In sectors is tech. Some people will say uh, yeah. I'm Capricorn. We don't we don't relate. Hello, <laughs> hello, Nobody will know what you have to offer. So you need to you need to reach out to people. I this is what I do. This is what I do. Ah, boss. Any, anywhere you go, you're like, ah, boss. What's your stack? Ah, me, I'm a full stack developer. Ah, me, I'm a designer. If you get jobs, ah. no, no. It might start out as whining, but ultimately, the moment that person needs a designer for a project he's working on, you have to be considered. Even though you are not the first person, you but you will know that ah, I have I have designers yes, yes. in my circle. So you have to reach out to people. And one thing about uh, getting connections, when you see somebody doing it, that person can also ask, what do you do? And they will now look at the things you have done before. That person already knows you are good. Exactly. So when the recommend- recommendation comes, you can be the first person on that list that will call. The only time stinginess comes <laughs> in the tech space is when me and you are doing the same stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apart from that. Well, it may not even be stinginess. Most of it, it can be meetups. It can be group works. Mm, no, I'm, I, no, I'm not stinginess in the sense that it's not like they are stingy at sharing information or something. Oh, okay, okay. Where people actually act in their selfish interest. And that's the normal human instinct. She gets. Yeah. Like, they are looking for two of us for a job now. It's not the boy down to who is more experienced. But that's, that's ultimately, it doesn't even cause any, any, rival, any rivalry. It's very, very important starting now. So, but all this now, like, what do you think is in for the future of the tech space? Tech will blow. It will go. 
As it has started to keep going, to keep going, they cannot die because every day there's something new. There's something new. There. I know that <laughs> I know there's something new, but I'm saying pertaining to our country now. See, okay. I was thinking of something one day, and I was like, "This is my sister now. My sister is she's brilliant. Yeah, I can see that, and I'm vouching that she's very brilliant. I bet it was me yesterday. I think deep for yesterday. That's my cake. Eh? That's uh, my cake. <laughs> so another what I wanted to point out was like I was like, hmm. If it's possible for me now, when I get home, when I check my sister and see that, okay, yeah, she's good in math and some things like that, I can start introducing her to a little, a little tech, a little tech, a little tech. So that going forward, I will give her a chance. That's what me I, feel, I see as the future of tech space. Although pertaining to us, yes, we'll just keep, we'll keep learning. And in my own opinion, as we, as we keep learning and going forward, the tech will keep evolving. That's one thing that is beautiful about tech. You see, tech YouTubers, they are an example of the fact that you can never run out of content. True. Look at Marcus Brownlee. He has been doing this thing for 10 years and every time he releases a new video, it's a new thing in the space of tech. Exactly. Ranging from electric cars to new phones, new speakers, everything like that. Everything like that. Robot dogs. Hmm. It will keep innovating. Robots. And everything just boils down to what? Front-end, back-end, design, data science. Am I wrong? It will keep evolving. Keep evolving. It's just the application of all these concepts, Abi. Uh-huh. And that is why people that have not gotten into tech should actually join tech now. Do something because tech is going, is 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 going up. So make sure you join tech. <laughs> ah, no, it's very it's very essential. In my own opinion, at least have something that you can that you can relate to. Exactly. Yeah, just print hello world. Ah. It is it is the easiest thing because, to do. Because the way it is growing, it is growing exponentially. Let me put it that way. Okay. So, and if it get to a point in the world, let them just put it. Uh, say an apocalypse were to happen now, and to survive, you actually need to have technical know-how of how certain things work in the tech space. Space. So, if you are not tech-oriented, in, in some years to come, you you will be irrelevant. It, it, say, for example, now. It, 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 I, there was a picture I saw on Twitter. Um, I think some months back, the the guy posted two pictures of a drone taking picture and a man taking picture from a, in an helicopter. <laughs> and the guy now captured it by saying, within ten years, this man lo- he lost his relevance Be- because now you don't need exactly because now when they want to take high level shots from the air or aerial shots. You don't need helicopter. Just if you have your drone. It's saving them costs. What just need just launch a drone. And, I, and it's far more efficient. Exactly. No human errors. Now I heard that some people now um um videographers, yes. those that make me cinematographers, they are that some of them actually shoot movie with drones. Yes now. Some hmm. of them shoot movie with drones. Yes and, now aerial oh, shots are shot with drones. Uh, over time, over time you find out that, that um, because I don't, I'm not an actor, but I kind of like the trade. Yeah. You find out that, that most of these people that go to set cameraman in, yeah. in 10-20 years, AI will of, take over. Most of them will lose their job. There are some things that I see on sets that I be like, ah, <laughs> yes. So I think it's, it's not busting robotics now. You know when MKBHD did a studio talk, there is a robotic arm that they use yeah, it's that that makes very sweet shots yeah all the for, precise for, movements all the precise yeah. movements that no human can, can possibly do <laughs> so imagine no human can do that stuff now but what can you do you can be the one to program how that thing works and that's where your relevance is supposed to be so you get you should be in control because if you are feeling 
you want to do this thing as because over time everybody wants something that is stress-free. Sure you get and more efficient. Let me let me give you an example. Telephones. Do you know how telephones worked? There were a group of people sitting in a room, <laughs> mostly women, that come to work every day to do what? To direct phone calls through landlines. Uh-huh. You will call. The operator will pick up. Yes. Where do you want to connect well, to? They you will not connect you. you. Yeah, they'll connect you to no, the other person. Is radio waves. Yeah, be like you have a call before they will answer the call. Now, where are those people now? That that whole industry is gone. What replaces is just a small block of metal that can do everything those people were striving to do very hard. So you see that technology will keep evolving. So I think the future of tech is very bright. Very, 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 very bright. bright. So it's not, it's not, it's not compulsory that it's not. You don't have to be a developer to actually be tech oriented. But double your hand into something tech related just so that you, you stay relevant. It's very important. Yeah, love. Forget the whole idea of developing and all that stuff. There are a lot of sectors in tech that just require basic human understanding and particular skills. That's all. So you can be in tech without actually being a coder or something. But just make sure you have the upper hand as opposed to people who are not in it at all. Yeah, and that's it for this episode. We have come to the end of our episode for today. And um, I hope, I just hope that you'll be able to take away something from all we've said today and i'm glad you got to meet my guests i don't know if they have anything to add okay yeah so this okay. since this is the end of this podcast i'm i'm glad to be here i'm glad to be part of this discussion i because even me i learned i learned a lot today i learned a lot today i learned reading my terms and condition yes <laughs> if, you, if you don't read it start reading it now i learned that i learned that today so what i would say is Get your hands into tech. Don't look at tech as one fire everything. Get your hands into tech. Tech is awesome. Tech is wide. Tech always. Yeah, you can even start with discussions with your friends and yes. arguments. Ah, geez. arguments. That, that, that's that's mostly what we just do. <laughs> so, um, it's been nice meeting all of you, and I hope, I really hope that one day we get to do this again, and um, you know, talk, we we'll talk about something different, hopefully. Yes, talk about something and, um, more interesting. So to those that are listening, please and please just find something tech-oriented to you know get yourself involved in. Because the, the rate at the world, at which the world is moving. I, I mean I, I I read an article online some days um, some days ago that um twenty something I think that um, the United States, particular departments in the United States that actually projected that um, by the year 2000, which was like 80 years after, they would they should be about two to five billion motor vehicles in the world. And then uh, within the 1920 and 1970-something, they were over three billion motor vehicles in the world. So that, that, that projection was wrong. That's to tell you how fast Tech. The, the technology actually um, moves. Is moving. So and and that was I, I'm I'm talking the same um, 20s 30s the 70s. Not not talk of now when you know the world is a small place. <laughs> People connect ideas every day. Yeah. So just find something doing so that on the long run you won't lose your relevance. Thank you very much. It's been nice meeting you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the end of the show for today. And as usual, thanks for staying tuned in. God bless.